Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I ask the friendly neighborhood Satanist out on a date. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Rem, last week was a little bit rough. Uh, that, that's underselling it a bit, but I would agree. I feel like, I feel like, so last week, uh, lately, Rem, for, if you recall, we did basically a month of really solid anime. Uh, and then we did that anime. I, I primarily chose that anime because people have been complaining lately. Uh, in emails and tweets and all that jazz. Just, just minor like, hey, you're being real nice to Rem lately. So yeah, I figured yeah, I would. Yeah, you changed it up uh, pretty, pretty significantly. Yeah, I think I might have, I think I might have pushed the envelope a little too far. Uh, if I'm honest. Yeah, it, I, it I feel hurt like... me pretty deeply. But hey, now it, it's Valentine's celebration, you know, and maybe if you love me, you'll never do that again. <laughs> well, for me to do that again, Remington, that would either mean going back and revisiting that show, which no, just no, I don't, I, I don't think I could do that to myself, let alone do that to you. I mean, I'd have an easier time doing it to you if I didn't have to rewatch it myself, but fuck me if I'm going to rewatch it. Hell no. Uh, instead, uh, instead, Remington, I'm going to do the most romantic thing I've done for you uh, in a while. Uh... Well, Chun, actually, before you do, um, oh, fuck I, off, I wanted, Rem. no, no, I'm not, I'm not taking over. I'm not okay, taking over. Okay, okay. All right. Oh, God. Thank Christ. All right. Yes. What, Rem? What, Rem? What's up? What's up? But it is Valentine's Day, so I decided Uh-oh. that I was going to write you uh, a love poem. No, Rem, no. It's not another sad lib, is it? Uh, no. Not, not, not quite. Not quite. Um. Okay. Th- that, that being said, uh, mm. I also, I only half- wrote it i had a collaborator sean uh-oh who was your collaborator rem um it may or may not have been ai dungeon <laughs> oh okay 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 huh and and this is going in the episode huh yeah yeah i i, I th- well i i it's valentine's day so without further ado it's a short poem okay all right it, it, it is a poem about love and anime um and us Love is in the air, so let's all get together and watch some anime. Have you ever wondered what kind of anime Sean prefers? Here is a list of their top picks. Oh, shit. Number one, you. That's right, Remy, you. Along with anyone else who has ever listened to your podcasts. You would sometimes spend ridiculous amounts of money there at the Maid Cafe because it was just so fun. That's right, Remy, you. Uh, so... (laughs) The love poem all along, it's that I am Sean's favorite anime. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. That is, that is, that's really sweet, Rem. That's really nice of you. (laughs) I'm glad that you defined yourself as my favorite anime. That's very good. Uh, (laughs) Very sweet. Very romantic. (laughs) 
And speaking of romance, what better uh, way to be romantic than to give you a treat, Remington? God, I, I need one. Yeah, yeah. La- yeah last yeah. week undid, like, the entire month of goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> You you just you just don't have any faith in me anymore after what you went through. <laughs> we had a month of solid anime and then it all came crashing down. Well, okay, we had yeah. a month of solid anime and one weird wonky one. Uh, but oh fuck, last week. <laughs> Well, Rem, uh, as I mentioned last week, there is a new anime season out. And I figured the best way to celebrate Valentine's Day and a whole new anime season, uh, as well as to help us fucking recover from the monstrosity that we just experienced, uh, I figured I'd give you another choice. Okay, perfect. I, I get to choose, pick my poison, choose my own damnation. Yes, after all, because since you chose uh, my favorite anime for you uh, to be you, uh, and all of our podcast listeners, of course, I, I don't forget about you guys. You are also still my favorite anime. Yes, yes, they, they were included in that. Uh, it's just Rem is at the top of the list, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't make the rules. AI Dungeon does. Uh, but this time, Rem, uh, normally I'd give, like, vague hints or, like, weird vibes to the show to help you decide. Uh, this time around, I just kind of chose three with interesting titles. <laughs> okay, interesting. All right. And you can ask one question about each one. Okay. And I will give you an answer. But it may not, be, not be a good be... answer. No, oh, no. Fuck no. You're not getting that easy. Okay, cool. Okay. I, I may be genuine and give you a good answer, or... I might just be purposefully vague to keep things interesting. Okay, perfect. Uh, all right. Uh, and uh, the idea here is these are all three brand new series, and they are not complete piles of dog shit. <laughs> okay, I like the sound of that. All right, what's the first one, Sean? All right, the first one uh, is simply titled uh, SK8 or Skate the Infinity. Okay, my question is going to be, are we talking about Roller Derby or Tony Hawk? Little of both, really. Interesting. Interesting. All right, uh, next anime. Next anime, I have Ahori Mia. <laughs> Ahoy Mia. Ahori Mia. Ahori Mia. Okay, so it's uh, it's it's not like Ahoy Mia. Okay. Uh... Hey Mia, how you doing? You ready to jump on my pirate ship? <laughs> no, it's not that. <laughs> I, I like that pirate voice you have there, Sean. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Hello there. I am a pirate. I'm Johnny Yar Redbeard. Par. <laughs> Yar, hop aboard me deck there. We're going oh for some booty. Yes, that sweet, sweet anime booty. This is my authentic pirate voice. Um, all right. Well, you, sounds you said like this a British is... actor doing an American accent. Jesus. You said it was an interesting title, and yet it just seems uh, like I can't make anything heads or tails of it. That's what makes it interesting. Oh God. All right. Um, what's Mia's deal? Uh. <laughs> The, be- the best way I heard it described as uh, was, uh, let's see. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the best way I've ever heard it described uh, was from a popular YouTuber, Mother's Basement. Uh, their deal is they're kind of a uh, crouching dweeb hidden himbo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's, and that's such a good line. I have to give credit to it because I'm not a thief. All right. All right. All right. And the last one is probably the most interesting title, uh, Wonder Egg Priority. (laughs) 
Okay. How horny is it? I would say it's the opposite of horny. The opposite of horny. Interesting. All right. Um. If the opposite of horny is like sad and depressing. You know what, Per? It's Valentine's Day, y'all. Sad and depressing. It's the best day for that. Let's go it. Let's go the sad egg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Sad Egg. Oh, so we're doing Wonder Egg priority. Is that your final answer? Hell yeah, brother. All right, let's do it then. Uh, so, Rem, uh, brief synopsis of what you missed. Uh, Skate the Infinity. Uh, easiest one to describe. It's literally a bunch of Technicolor uh, pretty boys uh, skating downhill and occasionally bumping into each other. Oh, but of course, of course. Uh, Hori Mia. Uh, really cute, uh, super shoujo, uh, romance, uh, thing where there's a awkward, nerdy looking guy that looks a bit like Dylan, uh, but in actuality, uh, he has a bunch of tattoos and piercings and is a bit of a dumbass. Uh, just fun, cute little romance thing. That would have been, like, the most appropriate for Valentine's Day, I think. I, I slipped that in there for that reason, but, you know, you know, I, I, that's fair. Uh, and Wonder Egg Priority, the one that you chose, the one that we're going to delve into today, uh, I'm gonna be honest, Ram, it's an experience. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. Uh, Am so I prepared? Basic, it's kind of hard to prepare you for this one, man. It's one of the, these shows that I feel like people just kind of need to jump into, but I will give you a brief idea. Uh, it, it follows the story of uh, our main heroine, uh, Ai Oto, if I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. All right. Ai. Uh, we just call her Ai. Uh, and she's she's got she's got the big old depresso, uh, as the kids say. <laughs> yeah, and all the kids are saying it. All hey. those all those zoomers just being like, "Oh, hey, I have that venti depresso." You know what I mean, <laughs> fellow kids? I didn't know all zoomers were pirates. And <laughs> 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 that is my best joke. The podcast is done. Uh, unironically, <laughs> that might be the funniest moment of the entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. I and think that's we, it. Oh, uh, we peaked. We peaked. That's it. Uh, this was the last episode of the podcast. We're not even going to watch the anime now. <laughs> anyway, as you were saying, sad egg. Sad egg. Yes. Uh, and uh, I is a sad egg. Uh, the egg itself is not sad. Uh, oh, okay. I, I herself is uh, <laughs> the egg. Well, I suppose you could consider I an egg, but that, that it just depends. It depends on your perspective, really. <laughs> Uh, and that perspective is limited because I've only seen three episodes at this point. Because <laughs> uh, it's a new series. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she's feeling really sad and doesn't really feel like she has much left to live for. And one night she just kind of follows the instructions of a mysterious entity and uh, gets uh, roped into uh, doing a bit of gotcha. Rem, you are familiar with gotcha, right? Oh, wait, isn't it? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Um, it, okay. So it's something like, but not necessarily exactly like mobile games that take all of your money and then have an anime character who tries to convince you to give you all of your money. That's not too far off, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what Gasha means in a modern sense. Uh, but Gasha is just the shortened version of uh, Gashapon machines, which are those little uh, crank toy capsule games. You know, you put your money in, you crank oh, okay, them, and you yeah. get a little random toy out of them. 
Of course. Uh, in Japan, they are way cooler than they are stateside. Like, oh my god, gosh, yeah. machines in Japan are way cooler because they actually I, I've, have like. I've quali- seen some examples and they're insane. Yeah, like some really cool quality things. And modern day mobile games have a gotcha mechanic where yes, you can get limited uh, edition like images and I- icons and abilities and things like that, and it's very dangerous. Uh, we might have to actually do a bonus episode on the world of gotcha uh, because I- I- I've dipped my toe in a couple times and it's it's a very scary place, Remington. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, she gets convinced to do some gotcha where she goes in and it, rather than a mobile game, this is actually a proper gotcha machine and she gets an egg out of it. Uh, of course, as we all hope one day to do. Yes, a, a wonder egg specifically. Hey man, I love the bread. Why would I not love the egg? They <laughs> 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 got a diversified. <laughs> And there's the second best joke of the podcast right there. Holy shit. Uh, Yeah, we've got... And then uh, she breaks the egg and some weird shit happens. Oh. And that is all I feel comfortable explaining to you. (laughs) Okay. Because this is an experience, Rev. Is, is is, Is it a cosmic egg? Is it Pandora's egg? Yes. All right, cool. Okay, let's crack this baby open. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, my man. Look, man, all you need to know is when you give a depressed girl an egg, sometimes weird fucked up shit happens. (laughs) The the, the anime sequel to When You Give a Mouse a Cookie. (laughs) The anime adaptation. They have taken some creative liberties, might I say. All right, well, let, let, let's do it. All right, then. Without further ado, let's jump into some Wonder Egg Priority. Hey, y'all. In an effort to reduce the number of threatening legal emails we get from both anime studios and music rights holders, we will no longer be including a section from the song's opening or ending song. And we're going to be replacing it with a song specifically commissioned for our use. In the meantime, here's a fun sound effect to signify the passing of time between parts one and two of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of Wonder Egg Priority. And Rem, was I correct in uh, describing how it's kind of an experience? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you know, Sean, out of all the descriptions, I think the opposite of horny is is pretty apt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, (laughs) it doesn't get much less horny than uh, this particular show. Yeah, it's... Oh boy, uh, to the extent I'm very unsure on how to discuss it. I'll sort of cover like the first episode and it the it's it's gonna be a, an interesting one. It's gonna be a weird one, y'all. Yeah, uh, but I won't bury the lead. If if you even mildly think this might be something interesting, I'd recommend checking it out. Uh, seeing seeing what's out there. Uh, and that's like the most substance filled thing. I'm gonna say this entire second half. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, cause it's uh, it's one of those shows that you don't know what it's gonna be like till you experience it yourself. Uh, cause it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, to to give to give people an idea, right? Mm-hmm. So we we get introduced to uh oh, not a great sign. I'm so bad with names. I I okay, yeah. I wasn't. I I was trying to think of her last name because people okay. Oh, anyway, so. okay. I Oto. So I we we get introduced to her. She's found a dead firefly on the ground in the middle of the road. So she takes the dead firefly 
and buries the dead firefly where then the firefly is reborn and starts chatting up to her and is like hey i got a great bargain first one's free go get yourself a wonder egg so she does <laughs> and so then we we don't even like go see her get the wonder egg it's just like her sleeping with the wonder egg in her bed mm-hmm. and so then she tries to sneak out but when she tries to sneak out suddenly maybe she's dreaming because she's at she's at her school now and there's some like bullies going on and it's a nice mysterious vibe uh and then the toilet paper talks to her and is like break the egg wait hold on so rem rem (laughs) you can't just speed past that you can't just tell me something like oh the toilet paper talks to her and breaks the egg without like any kind of elaboration or any kind of like delving deeper like there's got to be there's got to be more to that rem nope nope uh it's just it, it if, if you need any assistance, the toilet paper is also the reincarnated firefly. If that helps you out on that little path there. If that helps clarify things for you. I, well, that... I mean, I feel like I understand things a bit better, maybe. Um, I mean, it's, it's the first time I've ever been faced with toilet paper talking to me. You know, I yeah. usually I'm the one so, talking to it and saying, dear God, why? <laughs> I, too, ask existential questions of my toilet paper, but this isn't about that. Uh, It's about different existential questions. So, the toilet paper is like, break the egg, you little bitch. So, I throws the egg at the toilet paper, and it cracks, and she's like, oh, no, I don't know if I was even supposed to do that. And out of the egg, the egg grows uh, and outhatches another teenage girl from it. Uh, fully clothed, thank God. Uh, once again, opposite of horny. Very much the uh, opposite of horny. So a girl's there, and she's just like bright and bubbly and happy, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we probably want to get the fuck out of here." And I was like, "What?" And then there's an axe murderer girl with a bunch of demon gremlins hmm. hopping around hmm. the school hallways and coming after them. I feel like I feel like I missed something, Rem. Did I? Or is nope. it really as absurd and strange as you just made it sound? Especially this first episode, Sean. <laughs> so so they, they run away. They run away as you do when you're being chased and slashed by an axe murderer and a bunch of little gremlin demons. And, and there's a janitor's closet locker thing. And they hop in there. And fortunately, it's Narnia rule. So they go through it into the cafeteria. And, and they chill in the cafeteria for a minute. And they start chatting. They talk. Uh, and it's like, what the fuck's going on? And it's like, oh, I, you're from a different world. So you're like, you're safe? So don't worry, you're like immortal here unless they get your eyes. Uh, which, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, that's very specific. But, but they're they're just coming after me, so you're fine. And they have a nice little awkward, weird conversation. Eventually they separate and I goes through a flower door in the middle of the hallway where we get introduced to, and heavy theme warning here. Yeah, uh, big content warning here. When we say opposite of horny, we mean uh, emotional <laughs> trauma to the highest degree. So, uh, we she, now I is at the top, uh, at the roof of the school, and there's a statue, and the statue of his is of her friend Koito, and Koito is her only friend who committed suicide, and there's lots of like ambiguity around the situation thus far. Um, we we get it sort of introduced to Koito, uh, and and their uh, Koito essentially became friends with I by being like, "Hey, you and I are gonna be best friends," and so they were, uh, which is how Sean and I. Matt. Yes. Fun fact. Yes. Uh, we were we were running away from uh, knife wielding gremlins, <laughs> and 
I, Rem just walked up to me and was like, hey, we're going to be best friends. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and there we were. So uh, on another rooftop, I can see the egg girl getting attacked by gremlins and the axe murderer. And she's like, a friendship. I need a friend. I need to help her. So she goes, jumps from one rooftop to another, transforms her her pen, because uh, she has a very specific pen. You know those pen with, where it has multiple colors? The red, oh, yeah, 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 blue, yeah. And you try, green, and, and black. Yeah, and every kid tries to like get two colors at once, even though it's not physically possible, but damn it, you wanted two colors at once. You're, yeah, you're going to try, god damn it, and you, you'll try to do all of them, and that is even less satisfying. Yeah, it, it's a clusterfuck, but that transforms into like a keyblade situation yeah like and, a big old mace i would call it yeah and she uses that to save egg girl then egg girl disappears like in a then, cloud of dust right yes then um i she wakes up she goes to get breakfast and she realizes that even though her wounds heal in the world she sustains them a bit in the actual world so she just has a, a gash on her side and faints and goes to the hospital and her parents are like the fuck and next time she goes to grab an egg she meets a, a sort of like maid girl that's also getting an egg and that's the first episode hmm so on a scale of one to ten remington how much would you say you understand at this point all right so but after the first episode you understand like obviously best friend suicide it's implied that there are some underlying themes with that that we don't know about um we're, we're told that essentially koido the friend she can be saved if i saves enough egg people um yeah that is the <laughs> for however much i described i have quickly summoned up the totality of my knowledge <laughs> so what you're saying is it's a bit of madoka mixed with extra weird sauce yes very very <laughs> weird this is definitely like it's still very uncertain like how much is real how much is not what's the fuck is going on there, there's so many elements here um i'm, I'm not gonna do a play-by-play -by, -play by the other episodes but i'll, I'll like hit the main points as well but m mainly from what i gather wonder egg priority uh it, it's a show about about trauma grief friendship regret just all that wrapped in, into one one little egg happy valentine's day yeah yeah shit <laughs> oh god it's shit's pretty fucked shit is pretty fucked like i want to describe more about the themes but i i don't even really know like how to it, it got a visceral reaction out of me and i'm sure that most people will be in the same boat uh obviously if you are not able to handle these these very very strong themes because like suicide is not the only one no uh, it is no. a major one oh god but no. there are many many more like the next episode we the egg girl is is a gymnast who's being heavily abused by her coach and shit gets real fucked up there uh there, there's just all sorts of of messed up things going on we get introduced to obviously we meet maid girl who's who's more like stoic uh but but gradually becomes friends with i yeah that'd be uh, later on uh yep nehru and then we meet rika who wants to be like the epitome of an idol e-girl basically yep uh all about aesthetics but maybe not uh some self-harm tendencies 
and There's some that. obvious regression coping going on. Yeah. It's it's not happy, is it, Rem? <laughs> no, no. It, it's one of the least happy shows we may have ever seen on this whole podcast, John. It gets real, real fucked up. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I, I like the show. I, I appreciate the show. I think it has a lot going on. I think it does what it does well. Um, it, it'll be very interesting to see how it continues to develop, but sweet Jesus, shit's fuck. Yeah. Uh, especially considering, like, including the things we uh, watched, uh, a couple more episodes have come out since uh, the ones that you've watched. I believe we're on to episode five now, question Okay, mark. so there are two episodes that I have not seen. Yes, and, uh, oh man, we're getting into themes of molestation, gender identity. Uh, ooh, man, there's just all kinds of really uh, you know, not fun stuff going on. Uh, and yet at the same time, it's all wrapped up in a very colorful, very interesting to look at a box that I can't yeah I extremely can't look vibrant the art and the animation are extremely well done uh it, yeah it, it's just a very strange experience it, it feels like uh, like an indie game in a lot of ways uh just real experimental but a lot of heart and soul put in and so I appreciate it there's one critique I have what is this critique? I, there's it, it is it is nitpicky and it is literally the only one that comes to mind when are but, your when are your critiques not nitpicky though but so I, she has heterochromia, right? So her her eyes are different colors. Right. And for, first of all, it's, it's always just for me a grievance how if you have heterochromia, you're always going to be a main character. Let's see a side character with heterochromia for once. Uh, uh, just just it, one time, ever. It, it happens. It happens in anime. Does it? Uh, Does it? But it, we just haven't really covered any of them because most of them are pretty uh, uh, mid. It, it's, it's, but with, with heterochromia, they then, like, pretend that it's some, like, awful deformity. But they tell us that rather than show us that because all of the characters we see who at all interact with it are just like, hey, that's really neat. Which is, like, how the vast majority of people engage with heterochromia anyway. Uh... So I can sort of understand it being like sort of something you're self-conscious about, but they, they treat it as something like the sole reason that she is bullied and excluded, whereas we only see it as a thing people think is interesting or neat. So I, I don't think it's very well done on that point. I, I think that, once again, very nitpicky, uh, but one of the few things that I think they, they just sort of fucked up. Wow, Rem. So the show is a zero out of 10. You absolutely hate it. Nobody should watch it. Worst anime of the season. Just go back and watch X-Arm instead. That is basically what you just <laughs> said, right? <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, Sean, obviously. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I just thought it was a silly, uh, silly point. Uh, but hey, uh, uh, Sean, I have, I have sectoral heterochromia, mm -hmm. uh, which, which sounds nice and adventurous. It, it just means I, I have, I have a little bit of my eye that's different. Yeah, you got, you got them weird anime eyes, man. Like you better watch <laughs> weird it. Weird. <a> <laughs> God, don't, don't forget. I like my sectoral heterochromia, but don't go call it weird anime eyes. I, I do not have weeb eyes, god damn it. Look, man, you're you're one eye patch away from doing dramatic poses and vanquishing oh, demons. Fuck. I can't wait. This is gonna be an exciting oh, time for us. Although that but does yeah, so that does mean I'm the goofy sidekick who gets his ass kicked most of the time, so I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> Uh, th that does sound like it fits far too well, yeah, far, far more well than it should. Like, I, yeah, I Sean, might have moments of badassery here and there, you know, but, you know, for the most part, I am, I'm either obnoxious or getting my ass kicked or comic relief. <laughs> it's only when I am really backed into a corner is when I, uh, 
unleash my true potential. We're just back to Joey Wheeler again. Oh, That's no. just everything. <laughs> everything comes back to, to you being it's Joey, Joey Wheeler all the way down, Yugs. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, Sean, I, I like I want to discuss the show more, but there's not much more that I have to say. Like, there's a lot of interesting notes that are going on here. A lot of interesting messages, but they're all pretty, like, if, if you watch it, you'll see it, and I don't want to spoil anything that's, like, too interesting, so it's like, go check it out, and, and that's, like, all. Like, it, this is going to be a short episode, and I'm sorry about that, because, like, this show deserves, it feels like it deserves more, mm -hmm. but I don't want to overstay my welcome. I don't, it, everything I feel that has needed to be said has been said. Yeah, the only thing I can think to add is... Uh, one thing about this show that you'll notice almost immediately is that most of the animation budget goes into just the little human motions and interactions that these characters make. And yeah, yeah. it is it is very it's money well spent. Like we get some cool action scenes mixed in as well. But like just watching these characters like shuffle around, adjust their hair, like just these little tiny human like gestures and emotional movements are really nice, really subtle, and I am a a big fan of that. I, I would describe this show as if you took uh, a Mr. Gibbles production, right? If you took some Ghibli and then you mixed it with a Madoka Magica or Promised Neverland. And if that sounds interesting to you, then I would strongly encourage you to check this show out. Yeah, no, I mean, that basically sums it up for me. Uh, funny you should mention Promised Neverland, by the way. Uh, the studio that made this one, Cloverworks, uh, they're also the studio behind Promised Neverland. <laughs> They have a very specific niche, and that is my niche. Yeah. <laughs> They're a big fan of just dark child murder going on, intense themes mixed with, like, nostalgia and childlike whimsy, and I'm all for all of that. Well, for the most part, yeah. Uh, that We have covered some other Cloverworks productions. Uh, they don't have too many. Uh, the only one we've actually covered uh, was um, uh, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, if you'll remember that one. Mm. The one that you wanted to dislike but ended up not being able to dislike. It was it was such a weird one. Oh, yeah. No, they, they specialize I still, I still, I still am not 100% sure how I feel about that show. Well, we'll have to come back to it later on. The movie dropped like in the past year and a half or so. I watched it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, it, it, it made me a happy lad. Uh, uh, my is still best girl. Uh, no doubts about that. But, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about my Wonder Egg priority. It's just so good and also so fucked up. So it, fucked it's, up. it's made it made me nice and uncomfortable uh, in in a nice emotional nostalgic traumatic weird way, which I think uh, is the goal. I feel like that's yep, the plan. One hundred percent. And uh, since it's a newer show, there aren't a whole lot of ratings out on it for Mal. But uh, if you had to guess, Rem, what do you think it is? It's got to be um, okay. One sec. Let's okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go precise. It goes to the second decimal, right? Yes. All right, here we go. Um, definitely higher than an eight. Uh, I I think I'm, I'm gonna go pretty high here. Eight point two four. Eight point two four. That's what I'm huh? saying. Going going exact. Locking that answer in. Well, with uh, uh currently about uh, twenty six thousand users, and taking into account that that's not very many for a. Uh, you know what? No, eight point two two. Eight point. You sure? Go. Yep. Okay. Uh, and about. Only five episodes out currently. Uh, Wonder Egg Priority is currently sitting at an 8.29. 
Ah, uh-uh, damn it. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was so close. You were so close. You would have been much closer with your first guess. I was like, That would have uh. been awesome. That would have been so good. Yeah. But it, it, if you are at all curious as to what the fuck we've been talking about, you need to go and watch it. It's not a show that can be very easily explained, as I described in the first episode. You can get a yeah, general no. idea of it's uh, a lot of girls with uh, depressed emotional issues going into a dream world to fight off uh, like the embodiments of these existential crises and bad feelings and emotions uh, to save uh, girls who have lost their lives. Uh, and my God, if that's not dark enough and interesting enough for you, I don't know what you're doing. Like, my, it's so interesting and so fascinating. And honestly, it might be a contender for my anime of the year. I, I won't know until Ooh. I finish the series. But like this early on, there's not a whole lot else out there that is, is like fascinating or is interesting for me right now. That's fair. Yeah. So I suppose, Rem, since it's going to be a bit of a short episode, uh, I one final question to ask. Any chance you want to watch uh, some more Wonder Egg Priority with me? Uh, You know what, Sean? I, I think I would very much, uh, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but mm. uh, yes, yes, let's watch some more. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's it's a very uh, masochistic kind of enjoyment, I think. It's like, ooh, these, yeah. are, these are feelings I can relate to and hate. <laughs> weirdly, weirdly, I think the closest that we've gotten to this is like BoJack Horseman, which is just a one one hell of a one hell of a comparison right there. Wonder Egg Priority is the BoJack Horseman of anime. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> this is this is the first. You'll never get a review like that anywhere else. Only on this show. <laughs> And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed us trying to figure out how to describe a show that is very difficult to describe, then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you want to help us grow, word of mouth is a great way to do it as well. Also, if you'd like to help us even more directly, including gaining access to all kinds of lovely bonus content and having the opportunity to have uh, Remington horribly mispronounce your name, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext and Remington, who are the lovely people that we're thanking this week? Well, of course, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls. Uh, but, but we want to spend a special thanks out to our yandere waifus, who are chasing us down with all of their little red gremlin demons, uh, to, to murder us and make us relive our past trauma. And on that list, we have Reverse Kismo Kismo, Red Deck Weeb, Kitty, week one of reminding Dylan to add the sound effect to Remhub's Patreon name, Yuliana. Why, Yuliana, why are you showing up twice? What the fuck? The fuck? Is there another missing person? What the fuck is happening? Don't, don't curse do out our me. patrons. They're, they do no, good I'm things just, for us. I don't want there to be one. I gotta refresh the page. This happened before with like six people. Like, don't get me wrong, one is better than six, but... Okay, okay, I refreshed and it's... No, what? Fuck. Okay, it's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm just going to assume that between going pages, we lost a page. <laughs> we lost them to the ether. They're just gone now. Right. Uh, so we have Yuliana. Tawa is unquestionably the cutest, but would you say Kirio, Pekoro, Botan, or Karone has the most infectious laugh? Karone. Karone. Oh, <laughs> Listen to you pronounce Japanese names is the is hilarious. Uh, that would be uh, Toa and Korone. Uh, but uh, no, there's oh yeah, good old, good old coronavirus. Okay, wow, how original. Uh, <laughs> most infectious laugh. Uh, I'm gonna go. With, I'll just go with uh, Korone on that one, just because the the doggo <laughs> laugh is pretty amusing. All right, the booty knight snap snips. 
Scoopy Loopy Boopy Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy. Sarah Birch. Salty Pretzel. Remington is not a man of culture foxen boy. Remington Mayoral. Ready to be isekai'd. Rem Hub. Put out merch already. I want reasons to give you money. Maybe. Nick Harvey. <laughs> Mahu No Pug Tears. Lonely Geek 23. Kyle Welsh. Kazu Morocco. Kabadon. Oya Oya. Such a cute. Takado. Takadachi made its way over here. Jax, Inuyasha is my favorite cryptid. Ichigo Simp 015, H. Wood, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ghostly Be She. Farmer, why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Because then it would be a foot weeb. <laughs> Devin McCutcheon, Darth Pikachu, Dark Swarm 713, Cheese Monkey, Ariel Bird, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Andrew oh Sinclair, God. Andrew Rowley. I never thought that our, uh, Patreon would be a platform. It's. <laughs> it's it's a nice little clusterfuck. All glory to the great horned rat. Yes, yes. And last but not least, Alexander Nassian Senyo. <laughs> like absolutely like, each Rem, and every half one of those of you. half of those Patreon names were uh fucking like simping for VTubers and I Oh god. Which I <laughs> look, oh, no. don't don't get me wrong, I get it. I understand. I I'm I'm well within the rabbit hole, but it definitely seems like a weird place to to show your love, but hey, more power to you, lads. Oh, got it. Uh, we move on. We're we're reaching that Elijah Wood Hogwarts boy wizard tier. Uh, and now everyone is going to get the literal meaning of the translation of the word Dementor into other languages. So <laughs> My God, I think I think you've made it to the core, the core of the planet, Remington. You've dug so deep. All you're finding is molten rock, nickel, and depression. No, you Jesus see, because it's so relevant because, like, despair and trauma. And don't worry about it. We start with, uh, let's see. We have the brown mamba. The brown mamba. Uh, you get, let's go with, uh, dreariness. That's the, the Finnish translation. Uh, Are you sure? Yes. I have huh. a page right here. Uh, well, I'm not sure. I'm just trusting the page. But, you know, Spicy Log Horizon is one of the best written Isek. I used the BS rule hot take. You're getting the Czech translation, which uh, translates to Brain Plague. Uh, then we have Rare Please Do More Cute Girls Doing Cute Things, Kumiko. You are going to get, uh, oh, this, this is just the Greek one, which comes from Greek for mentally ill. Okay. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> Shit's fucked. Uh, then we go to Pilkster, the Symphogreer Advocate. Oh, you get Thai, which uh, the translation means Soul Warden, which is real good. That one's a good one. Thanks. Uh, Miguel <laughs> Delion, you get uh, Turkish, similarly, Soul Sucker. Mm, not as good. Not as good. <laughs> Yeah, not quite. Yeah, that's a much different connotation. I mean, I know that's what they do, but, you know. Uh, MT the Poet, you get Lithuanian, which is uh, mental or psycho. Uh, I call Bone Druid Daddy. You are going to get Indonesian, which is the demon of death and happiness remover. I, that That is a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Enrique Perez Torres, you are, are going to get uh, traditional Chinese, which is the, the drive mad demon. So wait, are these just like the translations and not like the actual pronounced words or? No, yeah. No, yeah. It, it's if you were to translate them into this language... And then, like, translated them back. Okay. Okay. It, it's it's what they are in the books, basically, in these different languages, right? Right. And then translated back. Yeah, because I was expecting a lot of foreign pronunciation from you, and I didn't get any. Oh fuck so. no! God no! Yeah no no God no! You have a hard enough. I, time I'm with I'm busy butchering our Patreon patrons' names. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, let let's go to. Uh, did I just do Enrique, or am I doing Enrique now? I think you just did Enrique, and if not, I, okay. ap I apologize. <laughs> Sean, if not, Sean hates you, Enrique. Uh, Delina Perez, you are going to get 
Uh, you're gonna get the simplified Chinese, which is the Take Soul monster. <laughs> uh, last but not least, dedicated sadist. Well, I mean, we gotta do it. We gotta go for for Japanese while we're we're chilling in East Asia. Uh, which is the Suction Soul Demon. Uh, it's modeled after the East Asian word for vampires. So yeah, there we go. Works. Uh, and finally, we reach our peak. We're getting to the Shefano Musco tier. Corey in the house. And everyone is going to get one of Sean's traumatic childhood memories. Hey, uh, hold on, hold that, on. I don't think that's going think to that's come back and, and attack him with gremlins. Uh, so, uh, Silk Inspector, you are going to get Sean's uh, childhood memory uh, when he was going on a, a full-blown date with his body pillow in his bedroom. He thought his parents weren't home. His mom didn't knock, opened the door, saw him trying to feed the body pillow. Um, he, he was paralyzed in fear. He couldn't explain it. Fun fact, they haven't not talked about it since. They never addressed it. Uh, and now my family have moved out of state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are they related? Who knows? Uh, next we reach, uh, religion out of context. Uh, th this one, uh, actually comes from how Sean and I met, uh, is this traumatic memory. Uh, where, uh, we, we, we've mentioned before we, we got involved with theater together, right? Yeah, yeah. And he asked if, uh, if he could practice a monologue to me. And I was like, sure, go for it. And it was a monologue all about how Sword Art Online was actually really good. Fuck the haters. Okay, it was a really, okay. He was really passionate. The body it was, it was one a was dramatic funny. reading. This it was one is than just expected, fucking hearsay. But... <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, we have Omoto Aikau Uwu Rem Onishan Bababaka. And this is the time where uh, Sean, believing that he had learned everything he needed to know on how to get ladies from anime, uh, he, he tried to use the the hand against the wall maneuver, right? Uh, Kabedon. Oh, God, I hate... Uh, yeah, he tried to do that, uh, but he slipped, and he ended up face-planting into the wall right next to the girl, uh, almost breaking his nose. It, it was bleeding everywhere. Um, the girl just sort of, like, had to awkwardly shuffle away, um, and, uh, and, and they never talked again. So those are three traumatic memories from, from Sean's childhood. Uh yeah, and now people are going to believe that for the rest of their lives because they don't they don't trust me. Uh, I'm j okay. Uh, it, two of those are a joke. One of them is very real. Figure out which. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you'd like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Oh no, I'm bullying the special needs. Thank <laughs> you.